Welcome to Local St. Charles. This podcast is done in conjunction with the Greater St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce and focuses on local businesses, their successes, their stories, and their challenges. The Local St. Charles podcast is produced by Change Gateway. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Ken Tucker of Changescape Web. Today, I'm joined by Drew Weber. Drew is a partner at Hamilton Weber Law Firm in St. Charles. Drew focuses his practice on corporate real estate and local government law matters. Welcome, Drew. Thank you, Ken. Good afternoon. Yeah, it's good to see you. Tell me a little bit about the work that you do at Hamilton Weber. I've been here not quite 10 years, and so my practice focuses on transactional matters. So that means I'm rarely in the courtroom. I do a lot of real estate and corporate transactions. So what that means is I serve as outside counsel to a lot of companies, uh, large and small, you know, whether it's someone's side hustle or a uh, manufacturing company or restaurants or wineries. I mean, I have a whole gamut of corporate clients. So that includes helping them with employment issues, transactional issues, contracts, just random stuff, government shutdowns, <laughs> and things like that. And then the real estate work is a lot of transactions and zoning and land use work. I represent some real estate developers and then just people who have extra properties that they rent out and help them with their landlord tenant stuff. And then the local government work. My firm represents several municipalities in St. Charles County and St. Louis County. I call myself the uh, pinch hitter. I kind of go around and substitute at uh, meetings for all of those cities. Oh, really? Okay. I don't even really know what, what that would be. Can you describe that just a little bit more? A city or a county or any government really has legal counsel, right? So at the United States or the state of Missouri, it's the attorney general's office. There's solicitor generals too and things like that. So cities have the same needs as a government and frankly, a lot of the same needs as a corporation, right? So we attend their meetings. So city council meeting, the planning and zoning commission meeting, so that if some question of procedure or appropriateness of an action taken by the city council or the board, and we're there to answer those questions. And it usually is about procedure. Do we have enough people to vote? Was that a high enough vote? You know, was the public hearing done <laughs> properly? Things like that. Okay. And then outside of the meeting context, it is frankly a lot of work that you'd have for a normal company. You know, cities have employees, and so there's yeah. issues with employees. Cities have contracts. Instead of bylaws, cities have ordinances, right? So it's counseling and advising the cities and other types of governmental entities about those kind of what I'll call corporate issues. Yeah, interesting. I should know because I have a master's degree in public administration, but that seems like so long ago. (laughs) I've done like three or four different things in my career. Yeah, right. I never actually worked in the field, even though I really always wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. There's still time. Yeah, there is. There is for (laughs) sure. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the history of your family here in St. Charles. For anyone who lives or works in St. Charles, they know that there's a lot of Webers. (laughs) And then in St. Louis, frankly, there's a lot of Webers too. So historically, the St. Louis County and city Webers are different than the St. Charles County Webers. The first St. Charles County Webers came over like a lot of Germans in the 1850s. My direct ancestors, their names were Lorenz and Margaretha. They're buried in the St. Peter's Cemetery over kind of by the Mark Twain Mall, the Bass Pro Plaza. 
Then they came over again in the 1850s. They died a few decades later. And then certain branches of the family moved out to Orchard Farm area and uh, Portage area. So all, all you Webbers who live out there, you're some sort of cousin of mine. <laughs> As an aside, it's funny. I did one of the 23andMe things. You know, it shows all your potential family members. Well, there's like dozens of Webbers and Boschers who have like 1% DNA match with me. So I know what's Lorenz and Margarita, and then that's probably where our common relation ends. Yeah. But so my branch of the family has stayed in St. Charles. My great-grandfather and his siblings lived at 8th and Water Street. And I guess I haven't made it that far because I work on 3rd Street. So I've only made it five streets over. <laughs> <laughs> so the law firm, Hamilton Weber, my uncle, Randy, he was one of the founding partners here. And so we have that family tradition here at this firm and at this location for several decades now. And uh, you know, I still have a lot of family in town. We have close ties to the community. My uncle and my grandfather and my great-grandfather were all recipients of the Citizen of the Years from the St. Charles County Chamber. Oh, wow. Um, so we have a long history here, and, and that's one reason why I like working here. Yeah, that's awesome. So talk a little bit about uh, the community involvement that you guys do. And that's kind of a good segue. So community involvement has always been important to my family. And again, my great-grandfather was the actually the very first recipient of the Citizen of the Years. And so he taught his son, my grandfather, the importance of giving back to your community. And that's kind of passed down through the generations. I mean, obviously, there's a business component, right? I mean, when you go out in the community, part of it is to build business relationships. But the bigger part is when you've been blessed with a lot, uh, then you have a duty and an obligation to give back. And so that's what my family has tried to do. And, and that's what I try to do as well. And then, and maybe this is kind of selfish, but I just like doing things in the community where I grew up because it's just kind of cool to drive around and, and see it, right? Like, oh, I remember being on the board of such and such when that happened or when that facility was built, or there's my grandfather's name on a plaque at the Recplex, for instance. That's just something neat for me, I guess, to see the ties in the community and to hopefully carry on that tradition. I've lived in St. Charles now for over 30 years. And even though I don't have those deep family roots, there's always a sense of pride where you've lived in a community for so long. It's really cool. And to be able to give back and help folks, however you can do that, I think is incredibly rewarding because right. even though you may not know those folks, you know that you're making an impact on people who are still pretty close to you in the community. Right. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. So, I mean, that also kind of feeds into the next thing I wanted to talk to you about was really why you enjoy working in St. Charles. I think you've already answered that to a degree, mm -hmm. but uh, anything else you want to add to that? Yeah. So aside from the aspect of just enjoying working with my community and encountering people that I grew up with, it's just a good place to work. And I live in St. Charles County. I'm unincorporated, but I live off of Cox Hill. So it's nice to be able to work in your own county and make connections with people out here. And I mean, obviously, it's a growing county and, and there's a lot happening here. And this is where a lot of businesses are wanting to move and trying to move. Well, in fact, this county and even further west, obviously, too, and those counties. So this is the growth area. This is where a lot of exciting things are happening. 
And I certainly do work around the entire region, but I'd say at least half, probably three quarters of my work is in St. Charles County or with businesses or people in St. Charles County. Hmm. Frankly, while we are part of the region, I think it's important for people to have, at least when they're searching for an attorney and if they're a business out here, I think a lot of people like having a St. Charles attorney, because there is that thought in the back of the mind of St. Louis County attorneys like, oh, that's the Wild West. <laughs> They're out in St. Charles, and but it's different out there. And it's not really right. I mean, what's, right. we're people, we're businesses with the same needs, same concerns. Yeah, and there's so, definitely I, that perception, though. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then frankly, this is somewhat related, but this building, uh, our building is 200 North 3rd Street. Uh, for those people who don't know or who are maybe more visual, it's right next to the old courthouse on 3rd Street in downtown St. Charles. And it's a neat old building. It was built in the 1890s. The gentleman who built it, his name was Henry Danker. His family owned it for a while. He was president of the American Car and Foundry Company for a while, then a mayor of St. Charles. And then the American Legion Hall eventually moved in here. And the uh, funny stories with that are there was a bar in the basement appropriately named the Foxhole. So you'll get people coming into the office now and saying, oh, man, I want to see the Foxhole. My dad used to bring me here. They're always disappointed because... I mean, my office is near the foxhole. You can see it's not a cool bar anymore. <laughs> we turned it all into offices. So yeah. there's always that moment where people get excited and then a little yeah. disappointed. But yeah. it's still a neat place to work in a neat old building. Even though I've lived in St. Charles for 30 some odd years, 15 years ago is when I started my company. And at that point in time is when I really started to get involved in local community kinds of things. Because before mm -hmm. I ran the solutions division and, and government uh, operations for an IT development firm, software development, uh, mm -hmm. computer networking, uh, things like that. And I, I traveled all over the country. So I didn't yeah. really know what people ever did to make a living in a local community. And when I started my business, I wanted to be local. I, I joined the chamber. I started to get plugged in. I started to meet people and find out, really, you can make an art, a living doing something like that? I had no yeah. idea, you know, because I just didn't have any exposure. So it really is rewarding. St. Charles still probably have a lot of people who live here it's a bedroom community to them where they yeah. were still somewhere else. I think that's changed dramatically over the last 15, 20 years. It really is cool when you do get to work and, and live in the community. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Having brought up the chamber a little bit, you've been uh, past president of, of the chamber, right? Yeah, that's right. So in 2018, I was the chairman of the board of the chamber. Okay. And that's yeah, the president, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> The interesting bit of history, my great-grandfather, who I mentioned was a recipient of the Citizen of the Years, they called it Man of the Years at that point, but he was the chairman of the board of the chamber in 1958. So the year that I was chairman was the 60th anniversary of his chairmanship. Wow. And then my uncle, Randy Weber, he, he was a chairman in the 90s. So it was, again, kind of a neat family connection. I think... I have to get the dates right. But so I graduated law school in 2011. And I think I joined the chamber just the, the next year. So I think I started in 2012. And at that point, the chamber had a young professionals group, in which a lot of organizations did at that time, and some still do. So that's how I first kind of got involved. 
thought, well, it would be easier to get in with people who are maybe my peers before I kind of dip my toes into the water of the wider chamber. So I did. I became the chairman of the Young Professionals, and then after that joined the big board or main board, whatever you want to call it. So then I, I worked my way up to be chairman in 2018, and I found that rewarding for a few reasons. One, you just get to meet a lot of people. There are 150 people, call it, at every lunch meeting, 130 to 150 maybe. Then you go to other various special meetings or events, and there's dozens more people. A wide variety of businesses, too. You were talking about traveling the country and wondering what people did for business in local towns. Well, I, I kind of feel like that, too. Now, I'll meet someone, they'll tell me what their job is, and I'll say, I don't mean to be rude, but when you sit down at your desk, what's in front of you, <laughs> right? Because sometimes I, I, I don't know. They tell me what they do and I don't yeah. know what that means. I said, well, what, what's on your desk? Yeah. And the stuff that people in this community do is impressive, varied, and, and first class. And there's very sophisticated businesses out here. Again, this is not the wild west of the St. Louis region or, or backwoods area. And there's sophisticated things going on out here. And in my opinion, if it weren't for St. Charles County, uh, you would have some of these larger companies just leave the region, I think. This county has served as a stopgap for some businesses who want to expand. We're not stealing from St. Louis. We're preventing things from leaving the region. Then we're drawing new things into the region. And the chamber has certainly been a part of that, a business attraction. And again, just getting people to meet each other and learn what businesses there are in the region. And so I found that to be rewarding. Now, this year, I haven't been able to do as much <laughs> or for the past for sure. 10 months, I guess. But yeah. once this craziness is behind us, I hope to go back and do more chamber things again. I haven't been as plugged into the chamber as I had been for several years. And that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I wanted to start doing this podcast, just because right. uh, I've always been very proud of our local chamber. Um, mm -hmm. St. Charles County Chamber has done some really cool things. I think they're innovative. I think the staff is is great. And the people in the chamber, I think, are, are wonderful as well. Obviously, it, it, it surely has helped your business with all of the history and, and family involvement that you guys have had. Right. Talk a little bit more about what advice you might have for a young professional in St. Charles. Because that's a little bit of a struggle we have as a county. We have a harder time, maybe than I think a lot of us want of, of retaining younger professionals in the county. So what are your thoughts on that? I think there's two points to that. One is retaining young professionals from leaving the county. And then two is uh, attracting young professionals from outside either the county or the region. So I think retaining young professionals in the county. I have a lot of clients and talked with a lot of businesses who have just had that problem. And I don't know that there is a magic solution to it. I do know at least for people my age, so I'm in my mid-30s, so a lot of people that I went to school with after they graduated high school or college or whatever their uh, interim teenager to adult transition was, a lot of them thought, well, I want to move to the city area, I want a more vibrant scene or whatever. And frankly, a lot of them have moved back since then. But I'm not sure that a lot of them have started working out here. I think people have moved back for the reasons that people have always moved here, right? And I don't know that we need to enumerate those, but I think what's missing is an understanding of what I was talking about earlier, the wide variety of businesses and opportunities out here. I think a lot of people, at least in my age, and presumably people younger than me, 
just don't realize that. I mean, they grew up out here and knew that the big stuff was in St. Louis County, right? Boeing and Monsanto and Cardinals and everything big was in St. Louis County. Right. And so I think that perception carried over to employment for a lot of people. And that's just simply not true. I don't know the best way to achieve that, but for any young professionals listening, there are a ton of opportunities out here and all sorts of jobs, right? I mean, whether you're interested in manufacturing or you know some sort of profession, whether it's a doctor or a veterinarian or accountant or, or anything in between, right? There's a multitude of job opportunities out here. And if you're also living out here, which a lot are, then all the benefits of working in your community apply. Now, as far as attracting young professionals from outside the area. I think there have to be regional solutions to that, right? Because no one outside of, call it 150 miles from here, knows anything about the difference between St. Charles and St. Louis. Fairly or unfairly, there's obviously negative press associated with St. Louis in the past, certainly half decade, if not decade. Somehow, as a region, we need to do something better to alleviate those concerns and let people know this is a good place to work. There are jobs, good jobs, stable jobs, high paying jobs in safe areas. And then we also need to address the root problems that cause people to be scared away. And those are regional discussions. And I know sometimes the people making the regional discussions don't like to include St. Charles County. And I think that's a mistake. Yeah, no doubt. There are clearly some really interesting things going on in St. Louis in terms of tech and biotech, especially, you know, and it gets a lot of really good press there, but there's no doubt that there's also some other press that offsets that right. raises some concerns. And I think St. Charles is still a little bit of an undiscovered area in the metro. Mm -hmm. I don't think we get nearly as much press coverage from the local media yeah. uh, about a lot of the things that are right. going on. And part of that is because maybe we don't have some of the cultural assets that St. Louis part of the community does. But again, that's something that's changing a lot, and it's a great place to live, no doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. What do you think are going to be some of the bigger issues coming up for businesses in St. Charles as we roll into a new year? And obviously, last year was really difficult in a lot of respects for so many businesses and so many people. Right. Well, the young professionals issue, I'll call it, that's one, right? I know I've heard from clients in that chamber events that there's just a disconnect sometimes between the positions available and the people available to fill them. And whether that's filling them from within our county or outside our county, and then providing whatever mechanisms are needed to assist people in coming into this county to fill those jobs, that's a problem. Even during bad economic times, St. Charles County is at full employment, right? right. Which is good. Yeah. It's a good problem, I guess, but it's still a, a, an issue faced by businesses. I think another one is there's going to be some rebalancing, I think, in site selection in St. Charles County. There's the big question of whether work from home is here to stay and people are downsizing office space. And we don't have a whole lot of the huge office space availability that other parts of the region do. And we do have the large kind of manufacturing facilities in several areas of the county. And those are probably safe and those are probably growth areas. You're not necessarily working from home at the Amazon facility or Craftsman or, or those kind of places. But for people in jobs like you and me, I think a question is, what space is available in St. Charles County? Is it good space? And is it space that you even want? Or are you working from home? But I have several clients who are trying to decide that 
And if there are a lot of people that decide to stick with working from home, then that has an impact on perhaps a glut of available space. I see that as a balancing that will occur certainly this year and maybe over the next couple of years. It's a really interesting challenge that we face. It's interesting because a lot of the companies that we work with do home services, whether painters mm-hmm. or roofers or landscapers or whatnot. I think in certain respects, it's been really great for them. In a lot of cases, they're able to work outside, which any concerns that people might have about having somebody come into their home. Also, people are spending time at home. They're looking around. They're seeing projects that maybe they didn't have time to recognize before. And I think they've been putting efforts back into some of those folks. So there's definitely going to be some reshuffling. It's really going to be fascinating to see how how it shakes out. Like I said, I know a lot of businesses have really struggled. And we as a community, we need to band together and figure out how we can best move everybody forward. It's going to be interesting, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun, too, once we get past some of these big hurdles. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Well, Drew, thanks so much for your time. I really enjoyed talking with you. Yeah, no problem. It's been a while, so I'm glad I got the chance to talk with you and hopefully provided some helpful answers uh, to the questions you had. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. We want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please be sure and subscribe to the local St. Charles podcast in your podcast software. We'd love for you to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to visit localstcharles.com for more episodes, information on local businesses, free resources, and a link to set up a free consultation with the host of this podcast. Thanks again and stay tuned. Ken Tucker here from ChangeCape Web. Chances are your customers are texting. They do it every day, several times per day. Text message marketing allows your business to meet your customers where they are already spending time. And text messages get better open and engagement rates than email or social media. We have a terrific text message marketing system for brick and mortar businesses. Text the word, text me more, that's all one word, to 636-428-3855 to see how this could work for your business or visit localleads.me forward slash text and click on the blue, see the power of text message marketing button in the lower right corner, then enter your phone number.